welcome to Cameos on a Tuesday night. Uh, thank you guys very much for jumping in. We got all four members in the house. Damn it, Foo. <laughs> I, I'm not even moving anything. Everything's just going to stay. Yeah, we are who we say we are. Just look on our nameplates. Is it easier if I'm on camera? Uh, no. Not right now, because <laughs> our videos keep shifting all over the place. What is this amateur hour? Jesus, they know us well enough, by right. now. Um, well, if you're if you've been patient enough to sit through us with with that, uh, my name is O'Shaughnessy. Regardless of what my nameplate might say, I am with you as always. Thankfully, with Samson, Just Ramblin', and Foo, they settled their beef. They squashed it. They're back together. We're still working uh, I don't on it. We'll have to see how that pans out. Um, catching you up tonight on everything you might have missed this last week in the world, uh, the wide world of media entertainment um, from across Hollywood, Bollywood, and everywhere in between. Um, we have some exciting updates to catch you up on tonight. We didn't want to miss a week. We are going to hold off on a main segment. So tonight's episode is going to be a little bit shorter. Um, but we didn't want to miss another week in the news. Next week, we're going to come at you with a special secret series uh, on our special segment. So sounds super special. So you should tune in next week if you want to hear a deep dive uh, that we have been. Uh, it's a long time in the making. So, But until then, we got to catch you up on everything you missed. So Samson is going to hit you with the news in lieu of foo. Take it away, my good man. So, so. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know where to start. I guess we can start with Marvel. Uh, good. So, uh, Marvel's working on a new animated series. Uh, it's called The Eyes of Wakanda. Um, and it's supposed to be like uh, how do I say? It? So in 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 the comics and like we saw in the movie right vibranium gets stolen sometimes so this series i guess follows the uh the group that goes to retrieve the stolen vibranium mm. um so i don't know i hope it's good like i don't i don't really like disney's like animated stuff all yeah. that much like mm -hmm. they don't have a great history of animated things uh but from what i remember uh, Ryan Coogler's working on all of the um, all of the Wakanda or like Black Panther properties, mm. right? So I would assume this show counts. And I know weren't they wasn't there another show they were working on also, or was that scrap? Um, it was the one I think it was with the Dora Milaje, um, yes. World of Wakanda or something along those lines. So and Ryan Coogler is supposed to be doing all that. Plus the uh, Iron Iron Heart also I think he was working on. Uh, so Ryan Coogler does have a good, yeah. So he has a good track record, uh, him and his brother. So, uh, we'll see. Um, also with with Marvel, uh, Mahersha Ali is finally like happy with the way Blade is going. Uh, so if you don't know, Blade was like getting rewritten a bunch of times. Uh, I know multiple like directors or writers left. Uh. And Mahershala Ali didn't like a lot of the ways that the scripts were going, um, but he likes this one. So hopefully they'll be back soon. Uh, so yeah, that's exciting. Nobody cares. All right, I'm just man. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just working. I'm, I'm for the past three years, so it's hard to tell. 
I'm on the back end trying to get our uh, moderation set up right now, so don't worry about me. I'm getting our, yeah. our technical uh, priorities in order. So, like the, They announced this movie before COVID, and it's almost 2024, and they're just now getting a script together, so I'm just kind of you know, holding a pattern. Yeah, yeah, I just don't care about Marvel. That's why you want me to start with it, so I can get it out of the way. <laughs> I want to believe, Sam. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready to believe again, but... Well, I'll move on. Apparently, I well, don't believe, actually. That's a good segue. You shouldn't believe, because apparently Ike Perlmutter is back. Oh, yeah, uh, I saw that. Oh, I saw that. Uh, uh, just for but I'll let you speak to this, because I didn't actually get a chance to read this article. So, to give you guys a little background, Ike Perlmutter is the guy who was the CEO of Marvel back when Marvel had tanked and went into bankruptcy. So, this was before the, way before the MCU. I want to say, like, during the 90s or so. And to his credit, like, he dragged Marvel back from the time where they had to sell off IPs like Spider-Man and the Hulk mm-hmm. and the X-Men and got them to where they were right before the MCU launched. So when that happened, it was like a handoff, well, something of a handoff, where uh, Kevin Feige took over for the MCU. And he was like, you know, everyone knows he was the big brain going forward. But Ike Perlmuter was trying to hold on to power. So he was in charge of, like, really weird decisions like... You know, Captain Marvel and Black Widow didn't get movies until like phase three because he had very antiquated views on women and black people, allegedly, not trying to get us sued. But <laughs> he was responsible for such quotes as no reason to give Black Widow a movie because women don't sell action figures and it's okay to replace Rhodey with a random black guy because people can't tell black people mm-hmm. apart. All I, kinds of wild shit. I thought Samson said that. That was, you sure those aren't Sam quotes? <laughs> but yeah, he did. He definitely did. It yeah. was offline. I probably said it. Because <laughs> I knew Ike Perlmutter said Pretty it. Pretty sure it's yeah. gonna come up in Jonathan Majors' text. <laughs> Samsung's got a big poster of Ike Perlmutter above his uh, bed. <laughs> Don't respect but, uh, women. <laughs> but eventually, it became clear to the Disney's higher up, specifically Bob Iger, that. You know, Feige is the brain. He's the one who's going to guide Marvel forward. So we don't really need Ike anymore. So Ike got kicked out. But now uh, this other gentleman, I forgot his name. He's in the article. But essentially, there's sort of like a power struggle among the board for Disney. And one guy, I think his name is like, um, I can't find it. But yeah, one chairman is coming back. And since there are 12 seats, he's trying to get a seat for both him and Ike, which would give Ike a lot more power than he had before, obviously. So there's like a sort of succession-like power struggle going on in the Disney uh, you know, chain of command. So it's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds, especially in light of how Marvel and yeah, specifically Marvel has been doing with, you know, bad ratings, bad box office bombs. So, you know, they've been looking for a shakeup and hopefully it's more on the creative side as opposed to just a bunch of, you know, old white dudes battling for power and not really in a way that doesn't really benefit the uh, actual films and TV properties. Okay, and he was the asshole who did the uh, ABC <laughs> stuff too. So yeah, I think that's yeah, important. He wanted he, he, he wanted the ABC programs to uh, succeed in lieu of Feige's uh, cinematic universe. So he was like, Agents of Shield is canon, and then everybody's yeah. like, No, no, no. <laughs> and and because the X Men didn't have the rights at the time, he specifically like spited that whole franchise. So yeah. like they wouldn't appear in comics. They also wouldn't appear in shows or anything like that because he wanted the Inhumans to take their place, and that Man, was just he, a, a he ruined failure. my favorite comic. Which one? X Men. 
I loved X-Men. Oh, yeah. And then I couldn't read anymore because they just stopped focusing on it. Yeah. And then it was just terrible. Yep. Right. They created Avengers versus X-Men just to have the X-Men get their ass whooped for like eight issues straight. That actually, that wasn't a bad comic, though, like a lot. It's like the thing beat Namor underwater. Yeah, that's stupid. But it was, yeah, I, they, they, he single handedly stopped me from reading the comics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, more with uh, some Marvel news. Uh, if you didn't know, uh, Marvel has had, or Disney, sorry, Disney has had, um, like, a lot of legal battles with the creators of, you know, their iconic characters. Uh, so recently they reached a settlement agreement with uh, the estate of Steve uh, Ditko. Mm-hmm. And uh, Steve Ditko created, like, mm-hmm. Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, uh, Iron Man. Um, and his estate, you know, they his estate, along with other, like, estates, like Stan Lee's estate, did the same thing. Uh, what Jack Kirby's estate had done the same thing. Uh, they sent uh, cease and desist notices, termination notices, sorry, to the U.S. Copyright Office, you know, for the copyright claim that the the their estate has because, you know, Ditko and Stanley, all these people created these characters. So uh, Disney finally reached a settlement with them. The Steve Ditko estate, like they did with Stan Lee's and uh, a bunch of other, I'm not going to name all the people. But a bunch of other uh, creators, and all of this is confidential. Like what's actually in the settlement agreement is confidential. Um, but you know, good to know that they reach an agreement. Um, and I, I think it, the article says amicable. So, well, it's got to say that. The... That's got to be part of it. <laughs> like they have to. They're they're protecting their image. I always go back and forth uh-huh. on these things, like because this reminds me of like the the Tolkien estate thing because that is such a mess mm-hmm. um with like how the tolkien properties get parsed out these days because it's like after the person has died or like they're no longer in charge of their estate anymore like i want to root for the original author but then i'm like does the family actually have good intentions or are they just trying to profit off of something that yeah. their family did and they're like mm-hmm. it's it's rightfully ours but it's like disney's like well we kind of like bought it like, yeah, you have, obviously there's an argument to be made, otherwise these wouldn't be brought to court, but it's like, I feel like a lot of times, like, so again, I'll go back to the Tolkien thing. I know for a fact that Chris Tolkien, J.R. Tolkien's son, is just strictly doing it, like, not to protect his father's legacy, as he says, but it's just to, like, wring every penny out of it that he can. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I feel about, I feel like Marvin Gaye's estate does that a lot. Right. <laughs> if you use like, just literally you know, <laughs> that Marvin had one of the yeah. songs. If if it if it reminds you of Marvin Gaye's song, they're gonna sue. Right. And <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not saying that like Disney is the good guy here, but it's just like mm-hmm. man, you know. I do like that Steve Ditko is getting more credit because very often people see like Stan Lee as the face. And he very much was, but it's like Steve Ditko was as much a contributor to right. all the great Marvel characters as well. And it's like right. we saw some something yeah. similar with um, Bob Kane and Bill Finger, the creators of Batman. So anytime you saw Batman, you would always see like, you know, special thanks to the creator, Bob Kane. And everyone Mm -hmm. thought Bob Kane was the only creator and Bill Finger never got anything until eventually Bill Finger's like, you know, remaining family stepped up and said like, no, he was, if anything, like there's been certain rumors and certain, you know, just 
evidence to the fact that like Bill Finger contributed more to the creation of Batman, right. like the one that we know. So that like Bob Kane may have like come up with a concept, but like Bill Finger mm-hmm. perfected it. So but it, no one ever knew about that. Yeah. And I mean, I guess that's, you know, just to play devil's advocate to myself, that's what a lot of these are to clear up because yeah. when the credit isn't due, the implication there is kind of that the royalties are probably reflective of that misconception, right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, so it, has Ditko been getting paid for all of the success off of this? Ah, I don't know. No, so one of the one of the one of the arguments that uh, one of the lawyers used, uh, Daniel uh, Petroselli, uh, he said that I'm not going to like quote it verbatim, but he said that like Steve Ditko received a per page rate right for his contribution. So it's not like they didn't get paid, but also to me, if, if you got paid per page, right? Is, they say that to say you gave up any licensing rights, right? right. That you have to the character, right? Right, which to me is like at that point, that's that's not fair. Look, it's I think. like it's like if you write a really really good email and it becomes the template for like mm-hmm. really good emails at your company, and your company's like, here's how to structure the perfect email, and they just copy your email. Mm-hmm. You don't have a claim on that. Like that was you. You did that for your job. Like that is your job's property. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a weird comparison. But it's it's like, why yeah, it is a weird comparison. It's but like you know big, what I mean. You know what I mean. You know I what I mean. It's the, the, it's the closest I mean, it, that I have to my life because <laughs> I'm not underwriting comics, right? It, it kind of is because it's like you think of like the writers and the artists who make comic books. So it's like they get signed on to Marvel, DC, Image, Top Cow, or whatever, and they create these brilliant concepts of like, you know, amazing characters, amazing stories. But because they were signed to these companies, they have no licensing rights. It's no longer their intellectual property. They were hired to create these characters to write stories about them. So, like, yes. Right. But was it? But also, it's Marvel's. Yeah, but what was intellectual property law back, like, back then? Right. Well, that's probably what a lot of these tech cases are apps, about, right? Yeah, like Disney ruined all the intellectual property laws for Mickey Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Is is it? I I like. I'm an advocate for like, especially people that are that old, right, and their estates mm-hmm. getting some something back that they probably should have gotten. I do. I, the I entire I time completely agree with that. Like this but man it, was it, responsible. He birthed Spider Man. So like, let's make sure the man is like compensated mm-hmm. accordingly yeah. sure. but I'm i think if if you're like a like a creator now and you don't get your intellectual property rights going this on you oh, yeah, you ain't getting nothing yeah like, like you figured out you should have figured that out it's, it's enough like, going on even then it's like you have like jonathan hickman who's my favorite comic book writer he created secret wars as we know it everything the mcu is building towards now mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure even if the film is bad it's an avengers movie so it's gonna crack a billion easily and he's not going to see a dime of that. He'll get a special thanks in the credits and nothing more. This is making me want to do our debate segment again. Because, like, I just want to play devil's advocate right now. And be like, <laughs> it wasn't theirs. They did it. They could have been independent contractors their whole life. That is true. They could have just this done these then. things. <laughs> nah, I, I think this is just sparking a, an interest in reigniting the debate it, cast. I just got to come I'll, in, like, salty. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this and then I'll say this before we move on. Sorry, excuse me. I think like at, at this point in, in this type of industry, you have to understand like 
you have to understand your rights and have like faith in the product that you're putting out. You should mm-hmm. know that if I'm writing this story, it will probably, you know, go far. I should, you know, make some kind of deal to go along with this, especially as a writer, especially given the, the strikes that we've seen from writers, all these things, like you gotta, you know, get your publishing, do your business the right way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think a good compromise for uh, comic book writers and artists specifically is, I do believe they get some sort of pay off of the comic book sales. So it's like, if you're not gonna give them like movie licensing rights, because of course no major corporation is gonna do that, at least have it where the film, like the, the books that inspire the film are heavily advertised. Right. So it's like one thing that I like that DC is doing mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, we're making a Supergirl film. And then at the end of the trailer, it'll say, See, read it first here, and then it'll link you to a Supergirl comic, Secret Wars, or whatever. This way, the artists or the writers or whatever get some sort of payoff of it. That's good. That's a great idea. But mm. that would also be them saying, like, accepting culpability for that responsibility. They'd be like, yep, we're basing it off of this. Whereas if they just don't, they're like, this is our Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Like, again, I'm just playing devil's advocate. If they leave Peter Ditko's Spider-Man out of the conversation, they can make the argument that like, this is their character. He's got his own backstory. Oh, there's a lot of similarities. Obviously there's comparisons drawn, but everybody's done a Spider-Man. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just, like that's yeah. a, that's a, what I think my argument would be would be like, this is our Spider Man, respect to him. Look at, look at corporate O'Shaughnessy out. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care about the creators. Well, guys, I'm trying to get a promotion. Okay, just let me do my moves. One percent of the money. Let me do my moves. All right. I'm a child. Get Bernie Sanders on this debate. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Uh, uh, no, just full, full disclosure, I completely agree with everything you're saying. I'm just saying why I yeah, no. feel like they're not, that's not their primary concern. Is they're like, they're, we'll, right, we'll handle right. that after. Mr. O'Shaughnessy is what we call him. When he's <laughs> <in his>. <laughs> <laughs> you can send that to my uh, executive assistant. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, we got a poster for Alex Garland's uh, Civil War. Uh, the trailer comes out next week, uh, and then Judge Rambler had to explain that this is about uh, what what was it? The if January six, if it had gone through. Oh no, that was a joke. I didn't mean. It. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were serious. <laughs> I thought you were serious I believe too. You. I believe <laughs> what is this about? I don't. Yo. I think it's just like you know, political divisions lead to whatever. But no, that was a joke. All right, there was like a thirty-minute conversation in our cameos Discord chat about that, and you just let us go. Like me and Sam um, were just like talking for like thirty minutes about nonsense. You guys seem so passionate. I didn't want to interrupt. So much time wasted. All right. Oh, so the, the premise is. The premise, all I can find is that the United States stands on the brink of civil war in a near future setting. All right. Starring Kirsten mm. Dunst, Wagner Mura, uh, Mura. Oh, uh, the dude who played, uh, was it Pablo Escobar? Uh, yeah, Brazilian. And it may actor. or may not have to do with the January <laughs> insurrection from uh, a couple years ago. Okay. I was more excited okay. when I thought it was a comedy 
about the we had a whole oh my god samson and i had a discussion. whole discussion about whether it was going to be a comedy or like a freaky horror movie did who was the who's making it because it's like somebody of note it's the guy that did alex, x alex x, garland x machina and um yeah, 21 yeah. days later uh yeah and uh, 24 26 wasn't there yeah. Wasn't that supposed to be a TV show? I, I think it was from the creators of Game of Thrones. Like they were supposed to make like an HBO Civil War series. And then, got got and then the last season of Game of Thrones happened. <laughs> it was trash. And they were like, yeah, listen. Yeah. You're not doing this. That, I think that, that show was like if the Confederacy won. That was yeah. when um, That's what the show was. That was when the man in the high tower was like the hot shit at the moment. You guys uh, remember that show? I don't even know if that's yeah. still going on, but like that the man in the high tower was if um the Axis powers were won World War II. And like yeah. that was the talk. Everybody was like, damn, alt alt history shows are the shit. So like mm -hmm. D D, who did um Game of Thrones, said, like, yeah, we're gonna do our thing, like if the South had won the Civil War. And then HBO was like, yo take all the money and go do it. And then the theory is they were just done with game of Thrones. They didn't know how to fucking write the shit anymore because George R. R. Martin just was out, out of books to give them. And so they just hurried it up. He, George R. R. Martin just stopped working. Yeah. Dude is jumping on a trampoline and going on a late night with Conan. And then these bands. dudes, these dudes were like, okay, we're ready to do our new show. And HBO was like, yeah, but you just left us with a hot, sack of shit so no thanks we don't want it at least you do a fucking movie. clearly you guys yeah. are garbage they don't know <laughs> how to write yeah so i'm really knowledge, they haven't had a single job since that like i haven't heard of anything because they got exposed <laughs> George. <laughs> yo chad has a uh problematic name for george R. Moving on. Uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, Jordan Pill is, is apparently working with uh, Hideo Kojima on a new horror game. Uh, it's called OD. Uh, I don't know what it's about. I'm not going to play it. I don't play. <laughs> I don't play games enough. It's, so it's going to be if it's Hideo Kojima, it's going to be surreal, freaky, confusing as all hell with a bunch of crazy meta commentary. And Norman Reedus is somehow going to appear in it. Yeah, and um, um, what's his name? The Gil Guillermo del Toro will be a cameo in there as well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the Game Awards. We don't have to talk about this right now, but they just did like a nine-minute segment on this, and basically it was just a bunch of screen cap of people's faces reacting to things, um, with a completely black background, like no information, but. Yeah, to to just Ramblin's point, it's gonna be wild and probably completely insane considering the two people who are are leading it. I'm actually really excited though, because like yeah. Jordan Peele has only made one thing that I have been like eh, on, and Hideo Kojima, you know, you can take the walking simulator that was Death Stranding for what it was, but like man, those Metal Gear Solid games, like if you can give the man, uh a project that he needs to focus on and like put him in like a little bit of a constraint. He clearly makes like mm. legacy games. So. Yeah. A, a little extra news on the game awards to Sean's point about um, what's the name, the nine minute segment. One of the biggest controversies from the awards was the fact that they dedicated so much time to just like things like that, like mocap, but they didn't give the actual creators who won awards any yeah. time to like give any speeches. 
thank anybody. It's like they'd be saying, "Oh yeah, I'd like to thank my mom," and then there'd be a sign saying, "Like please wrap it up. Wrap we got to advertise more mobile games. Please yeah. hurry up." But yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeff Keeley uh, took over basically. Oh, and then I'm just gonna spin off of this. We're just taking Samsung's. Uh, yeah, I was we're, about we're, to do it. We're taking it and running with it. The E3 a chance to segue. E3 is done. You, right? Hold on, you ruined my. I wasn't going to segue in that. That was going to come at the perfect end. Perfect segue. No, because I was going to end the game segment with E3 being done, and I was going to move on. And you, you just ruined it. I'm so go sorry. ahead. I'm so we got sorry. some new beef brewing on cameo. I'm so sorry. Go ahead, man. See, food. Go food, ahead. E3 is over. <laughs> E3 is done. <laughs> It's always Sam, apparently. I had a whole plan. <laughs> oh, corporate so is what they call him. Oh, corporate assy. Oh, corporate ass. <laughs> That's what Lucy calls him. Uh, E3 is done. Official as of a tweet today. Yeah. I kind of forgot that Just Ramblin shared that. I thought that was not a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Look, I'm just trying to be fluid. Look, we're just, we're, we're being, we're going with the flow. We're being fluid. I mean, um, I figured that because it's like everybody else took E3's thing. Jeff Keighley yeah. specifically, like Summer Games Fest and then the Game Awards, which is just now a bunch of advertisements with some actual creators sprinkled throughout. But he yeah, seems... There was if, an article you've, too about that. if you've seen anything from him, he very much wears the responsibility of the success of it and he takes feedback. He already responded to the criticism about not having enough time for the awards and he said he agreed. Mm-hmm. So... He's obviously bound by some of the funding vendors who like help make the show actually be real by providing it with money. Um, But I will say that from what I've seen of him personally, I believe that he will advocate for what the people want. Right. Because Mm -hmm. I think in the last game awards, there was some criticism that was addressed in, in this one. I can't remember what the controversy was last time around, but they, like it's an iteration thing and to pick up from e3 which is a legacy of like 20 years i mean mm-hmm. it's a that's a, those are big shoes to fill yeah e3 was a fun week every year like you know, it was man that was how i originally heard of kingdom hearts like yeah yeah like some of my fondest moments were watching those things on g4 like right after they got announced at e3 mm-hmm. But I think what was the controversy for the Game Awards? I think it was that little boy who ran up on stage and dedicated the last award to Bill Clinton. Right, right. <laughs> so they they increased security and they said that this year was going to be more positive and focused on like the developers. Which one more thing that I don't think we did cover was uh, the voice actor for Kratos got up there and slam dunked on uh, Call of Duty, and right, all so. of the, the all of the developers for Call of Duty were like, "Yo." Get my name out your mother in mouth. <laughs> I'm trying to see you keep stepping on my segways. Oh, that was another story. Yes. <laughs> oh, Everything's a story. It was too good. It was too good. I'm proud of uh, Christopher Judge, though. Me too. I'm glad he said it. And everyone else was glad he said it too. The only people that were mad were like Call of Duty, uh, um, uh, developers. They like, shouldn't have uh, created a campaign friend, that was four hours long. Right. Our friend Peso Miguel is one of them. Yeah. He's part of that. Peso's, Peso <laughs> happens to be listening. Um, we're so sorry. I, I think after that too, after his comments, they didn't they release another like uh, Call of Duty campaign? Like another... Uh, did they? I thought they did. I thought they like 
put something out right after this or am i crazy I extra half know. hour of content yeah. <laughs> the uh the original design behind this like um campaign for this latest call of duty game was it was going to be an expansion to the last game and then activision was like yo that's a full game like so i don't nobody nobody blames the developers uh, I think it's a little weird that they were jumping up defending, mm-hmm. you know, the I mean, monolith that is their employer. I get it. Met. There were developers that worked on the campaign and made something that they should be proud of, but it's like th- their original intention was not to make a standalone game. So, like, why are they jumping up when people are poking fun at that? Because of corporate I mean, greed, you know, they sound I mean, like met. they sound like corporate O'Shaughnessy over here. Like that. <laughs> I mean, Madden does the same thing every year. They update the roster, add two juke animations, and they're like, "Who okay. <laughs> That's it's sad. Yeah. By the battle this pass. I can't play it. By the battle pass. Yeah. 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 Uh, what? Sorry, you you've ruined my segues. Uh, well, along with the game game awards, uh, since we're talking about it, uh, Last of Us won uh, best game adaptation at the awards. Yeah. Very well deserved. Well earned. I can't can't think of a better game adaptation. Uh, I can think of one. What Halo? Nope. Season two. <laughs> Season two. Season More two. naked Master Chief, guaranteed. <laughs> I, uh, I can't believe you you play this game on a daily basis and you're not even. Oh right, arcade. Warcraft Rumble. Arcade. Yeah, the the yeah. Warcraft Rumble live action series. <laughs> you bullies oh, that the rest Warcraft, of us into playing. Not, that Warcraft movie is fantastic. Paul um, Patton, the only one in makeup. Nah, man. <laughs> Arcane, Arcane is one of the best video game. I don't even know if you call it an adaptation because they just like they were like that was Yo, an original story. We're gonna take these characters yeah, and that, do our that's own. That's still an adaptation thing. to me, though. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Yeah, that's an adaptation. Yeah, but Last of Us was brilliant. more like one for one adapted. Like that was just the game on television. Now. Right. Like, uh-huh. Arcane did have to do, arguably harder work because they had to create their own story based off of these like like league of legends backstory is sprawling and vast but it's like it has not been connected in a way that we saw in arcane up until that point yeah. so that the is still don't... no sorry you're saying i was just saying i've not seen a project try to do something like that that effectively like even warcraft like the world of warcraft it's like a contained world and story that has 20 other years of like backstory leading up to the most important things that happened. League of Legends is literally about all these own characters with why their story is the most important shit going on. You know what I mean? Like every time they release a new character with a backstory, that's the most important shit at the moment because they want you to buy that character. So it's like to take that and then to interpret that into a show where it sort of all melds together that it's, it's a it's fucking genius, man. It was it's yeah, very, it's a, very well done. I, I think they had an up here ba- uphill battle too, right? Because like Sean said, these are like all disjointed stories. They just made right. them all fit together, right? Just mm. bring all these characters. In this world that makes world. no sense. It's like half magic, yeah. half steampunk, half half Egyptian. Half like, Egyptian. Yeah. <laughs> half like, they, they wolf thing. Like yeah, they, yeah. they just made it make sense. I'm all right. This is this is great. This is really good. Yeah, they made um, those characters the most like nuanced they've ever been. But Last of yeah. Us had Pedro Pascal, so... This is true. And unfortunately, Fantastic Four might as well. <laughs> uh, we'll see if he makes it. <laughs> um, two more game things. We got a, we got a trailer for uh, Marvel's Blade game. 
um, which is like set in Paris, like a third or uh, what? What's third person? Sorry, was it Paris? Third person action game. Uh, that's what it says. Yeah, it says set in uh, Paris. Oh, I think okay. that's gonna be great. It's the Arcane Studios is behind it. They made yeah. Deathloop and Dishonored. They also made Redfall, but we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> Let's just move on. Next segue. <laughs> Uh, last game thing is uh, some Final Fantasy thing, but since it's not Final Fantasy uh, 15, I'm going to move on. That's How it. How dare you? You wanted, you wanted some reaction from that, and I'm not even going to give it to him. I'm not, not going to dignify it, it with you. the response. Just no. more beef on the podcast. No. All right, they got it. It's an announcement trailer for Final Fantasy uh, 7 Rebirth. There you go. So I'm sure you boys are extra excited for My that. My favorite game of all time. But, uh, yeah. I didn't bother watching a trailer. I don't care when it comes out. How? I don't care about this. Dare you? It's not 15. Your cooking, simu- cooking bromance <laughs> simulator is based off the back of that game. <laughs> Put some respect on that game. 1997. Yeah. Oh, something to Final Fantasy 7. Even a dot hack sign? Oh my god. <laughs> wow. That's my favorite. My PS2 <laughs> is like my PS2 is like shaking back here somewhere. <laughs> it hurt that. Wait, what do you say? <laughs> right, uh, apparently Netflix is interested in uh Zack Snyder's DC universe. So there've been talks about like reviving it. I, I would assume you do that this an Elseworlds thing and what Warner is desperate for money. As I will demonstrate with these other stories, uh, but... <laughs> that would be a terrible idea if Warner Brothers lets that happen. Uh, Warner Brothers, it seems like they would do it because Warner Brothers is also uh, where is it at? Uh, they also have signed a deal with Tubi, so yeah. Warner Brothers is putting all their stuff on Tubi. They, they recently did a deal with Netflix as well. So if you haven't noticed, a gang of like DC Comics stuff is on Netflix. Right, the same thing is can be said for Tubi, and now I assume they're doing this to like drum up uh, excitement for all the stuff that James Gunn is going to do. But yeah, all right. just a bunch of deals being signed. Up mm-hmm. until that story, I totally thought Tubi was just like a scam that somebody was just running a Plex nah. server and charging people to access it. Like I was like, what? <laughs> like what? I keep trying to tell y'all, like Tubi. I, I will. I hope we get a Tubi endorsement. My dad endorsement. told me about Tubi. it, and I was like, "Okay, wait for that." Tubi, like weird, is fantastic, yo. Shit being run out of somebody's basement uh, in keep, like the Middle East to get shut down. Like, <laughs> I keep seeing clips from like Nigerian Hollywood films from Tubi shows, <laughs> and it's just insane. This is like the worst acting you've ever seen with special effects it's, that were made on like PowerPoint. Like, but it's, it's amazing, yo. Unmissable, like, unmissable. Tubi's range is like, like you can watch like shitty like uh, hood film that's like with the same plot. It's like some guy is a drug dealer, and then like everything goes wrong, and then he dies at the end. Like every every film's the same way. The scraper, so from here, scraper bike documentary. Right, you can watch the scraper bike <laughs> anything you want. Right, all the way up to like King Richard. Right, I literally just watched King Richard on Tubi. All, all the uh, John Wicks this on Tubi. Why I feel like, like it's got to be just like somebody's Plex server that they're just like. No, man. it's legit, and they like they have ads. Or they also there's have some ads. catch. There's a catch. Yeah. There's not there's there, no it's, catch. Okay, it's, if it's if okay, my father once said a very wise thing. 
is that if something seems too good to be true, then it, it is. is. <laughs> this I, to me is too probably. There's no way that these companies do not know that like you got just full versions of all their movies on here, right? Like, there's no way. Just wait. I'm just saying. Like, mark this: the uh, December twelfth at eight twenty p.m. I am saying this shit is going to come toppling down because there's some catch. Like, there's a catch. Listen, it, well, to me, I, what I'm saying is December Wasn't King 12th, Richard, like, a, a that, Will Smith movie what? that just came out, like, a year or two ago? Yeah, and now it's on Tubi. Listen, so Tubi, if, you, if you're listening, they it's stealing uh, all y'all data. 8.20 on December 12th. Uh, Cameo supports you. We would love to be endorsed by Tubi. Tubi found I'm, a way I'm to like infiltrate everybody's like Roombas <laughs> and their fire alarms and it's just collecting data at an unheard of amount or something. Like when you sign the NDA non-disclosure thing, it's like somebody shows up at your house and they just hold a microphone outside of your bedroom window 24-7. Y'all missing out. Hey, oh, on Tubi. There's... I will knock on people's doors. Whatever, Tubi, whatever you need me to do, I'll, I'll do it. Sam Tubi's wants fantastic. In, Sam wants into the pyramid scheme. I watched everything on two. I watched the Tekken movies, uh, like just a gang of stuff. My my old favorites, Major Pain was on there. Six Man was on there. I was watching everything. Love and it. What does it cost? What's the cost? Nothing. Free. You don't even got to make <laughs> an account. Uh, you just watch. <laughs> and if you make an account, then you can pause and restart your stuff. Otherwise, you got to like I, just sit through I feel it. like <laughs> I feel like I'm preaching to nobody right now like there's no way that doesn't make any sense I what, feel like like, what is the business Tubi model is like the ceo of tubi has to be like you know those guys who's coming to barbershops with bootleg dvds <laughs> <laughs> and, and he just took that concept and put it on a streaming server oh actually here i'll i'll apparently the the parent corporation for tubi is the fox corporation is it there's, there, there's, there's ads there's got to be ads there are ads, yeah. Okay. You gotta How, many ads? Right. How many ads? Like, <laughs> it's, it's like watching something on TV, right? Right. So if you if you watch something on Tubi, like you'll get like uh, three thirty second ads, and then it'll continue. Then you might get another three thirty second ads. Pop ups in the middle of the show. Nah, yeah. nothing. And then like you gotta that. download like the Tubi app, and you take a retinal scan of your eyeball <laughs> and your dental right. records. Uh, your those are required as well. Yeah. I listen. I encourage you to just just turn on Tubi. Just let's see how you feel. I don't think what, I will. see if see if your favorite movie's not on Tubi. See I don't if think uh, I will. see if Fern Gully not on Tubi. I don't know. I just said Fern. It's probably not there. Anywho, uh, I've more, seen Avatar. <laughs> more uh, don't don't you do that. <laughs> more <laughs> Warner Brothers news. Uh, apparently, Warner Brothers and A twenty four signed a deal to bring like all uh, past and future A twenty four films to Max um, after their theatrical debuts. So that's good because. We love A24 and the things that they create. Um, yeah, good to see these things are coming to Max. Most def. Uh, what else? Oh, more like Max DC stuff. Uh, Sean Gunn is going to play Maxwell Lord in uh, the DC universe. And Sean Gunn is James Gunn's brother. Uh, he's also playing Weasel. And what's the other character? There's one more, right? I think it's just Weasel for now. Okay. Yeah, because Weasel's appearing yeah. in Suicide Squad and uh, what's the name? Creature Commandos. Well, okay, he, okay. He died in Suicide Squad. So no, no, he, he, he came back. Alive. He was alive. Oh. <laughs> it was like a post credit scene where he like climbed out oh, of the water. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, he does. So, the, uh, I, just to be completely transparent, he does the like motion capture 
for yes. these people. And the, yes, the sound. He also the does sound, the motion right. capture for Rocket Raccoon. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, but he so I remember James Gunn did say that whoever voices the character in like anything animated is also in the live action version. So whatever live action weasel we get is Sean Gunn, but mm-hmm. Sean Gunn will also be Maxwell Lord. Uh, apparently, I forgot. I completely forgot about this. Uh, Pedro Pascal played Maxwell Lord in Wonder Woman, uh, mm-hmm. 1984. That movie's terrible. So I completely that was a bad Pedro <laughs> so Pascal. Bad. Like they did not understand <laughs> yeah. how to use yeah. him. Yeah. I, I forgot he was in it. That's how bad that movie is. I love Pedro Pascal. Wonder so, Woman yeah. Two was bad, but it could be yeah. better. <laughs> but it could be it's, better. Uh, what's the name? Having uh, Sean Gunn be Maxwell Lord is interesting because in the comics, he's more of like a secret agent, suave, debonair type. Like, if you look oh. at him, he looks like Sterling Archer. So Interesting. So I'm curious. You just got to get in the gym. I mean, yeah, but I'm curious as to what angle they're going <laughs> to lean into because like Sean Gunn's more of like a comedic actor. Yeah, but... it, well, he's like, um, what's his name that played uh, Gollum or Smeagol that was uh, Ulysses Claw? Um, I can't remember. Oh the yeah, name. but like yeah, it I almost so. seems like Sean Gunn is like the new generation of um... shit. What's his name? Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis. Yeah, because like Andy, Andy Serkis is like a legitimate actor. He is, a, but he got mm-hmm. he broke into the industry for doing the motion capture for Smeagol. And Planet of the Apes. And then Planet of the Apes. Yep. Yeah. It's like, did you see the uh, the Zachary Levi was throwing shade? He said, uh, I guess when your brother is running the DCU, you get to pick any role you want. See, but dude, the dude put you, in Zachary the Levi? work, man. Like, dude, the yeah. dude has been running around as a fucking CGI raccoon for the last, <laughs> like, you don't get to pick whatever role you want. That's like, hey, like man, hey, man, I'm the director. Um, I could probably put you in a green screen suit and have you crawl around on all fours. <laughs> Would uh, you be why, interested? Why is Zachary Levi hating like this, though? Because uh, Shazam likely is being canceled and shitty version of DC. Jimmy Fallon that failed. Like, god damn. That's <laughs> that's uh that's um what's the name? That's that's uh Zachary Levi's fault. If he was acting like the younger version of uh himself was in the movie, maybe it wouldn't have been canceled. Yeah. Let's talk I, about that. There's a lot he, of he's the worst part. He he's the worst part of the second one. I I I think the second one. Besides the story, of, yeah, I was yeah, going to say. I think the second one had bigger problems than him, but it's story than Zachary Levi. Yeah, stop hating Zachary Levi. Uh, <laughs> last thing, we don't know. We don't know like where Maxwell Lord will, will appear. Like we don't know if he'll be in the Superman Legacy movie, uh, but we do know if he's in like anything animated or any, whatever live action thing he's in. Uh, Sean Gunn will be in both. So I'm willing to bet he's going to be in that Waller show with Viola Davis. Mm, yeah. That's a, that's a safe bet. He might come buff. Uh, more <laughs> like DC news. Uh, apparently, we'll get our first DCU Superman. Oh, sorry, Supergirl and Superman Legacy. Uh, they are casting the role. So, the woman that played uh, Supergirl in um, the Flash, her name is a uh, Sasha Kale. Uh, she will not. I will actually, who knows? Maybe she'll reprise the role. Maybe like after they try to go through casting, they'll cast her as care. But she was she was pretty good, so um 
Or she wasn't bad. Pretty good. I think they're gonna. Not good, so. I think they're gonna recast her. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I think Lily Reinhardt. She's uh from what's the name of that terrible uh show, um, Riverdale. She's the blonde. She plays Betty. <laughs> terrible I'm show. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna show go tell Nicole heart. you said that. She loves that <laughs> shit. It was great for like one and a half seasons. No, it's always then, been bad. It's still bad. But <laughs> it's crazy that they took the Archie comics and they were like, what if we made this fucked up? And I'm yeah. like, damn. It's like, what if we had time travel and witches? Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. what, what if we make it fucked up and then fuck it up? <laughs> <laughs> I think at some point they just had some bad drugs that they took, like in the writer's room, and they're just like, oh man, what happened? I guess we got to- <laughs> Holy oh. shit, Fu is here. Oh my god. Fu, you've been silent this whole time. He's making a cameo. That's, <laughs> the, that's the name of the game. Paul's <laughs> my name. We are on cameos. So. Uh, um, what else do we got? Make sure, I'm, I'm trying to make sure I don't forget anything. Uh, okay. Uh, oh. Um, apparently Bradley Cooper and, uh, Christian Bale are in talks to star in Best of Enemies. Uh, and it's a movie that follows the real life Cold War spies, uh, one in the CIA, one in the KGB, and then they end up becoming friends. Uh, which to me, I would hope is a, a comedy. Uh, that sounds great. Yeah, it does sound great. I love Bradley Cooper and Christian Bale too. So I think that, uh, that'll be good. Um, what else? Uh, before I, I'm trying to get everything out of the way before I move on to Netflix. Uh, Hideo Kojima's uh documentary film, and it's called uh, Hideo Kojima Connecting Worlds. Uh, that'll be released in the spring on Disney Plus. Uh, and it's starring a lot of people whose names I'm not gonna read, but that looks interesting to me just because uh, his life is probably interesting. Oh, his his uh, podcast is like apparently like a very very good podcast. I haven't listened to it, but a lot of the people I know Samson doesn't listen to anything except for cameos. But I like to go out and do my homework. <laughs> Hideo Kojima's podcast is apparently like legit, where he gets um a lot. He doesn't. It's not just him and Norman Reedus. It's like a lot of acclaimed people. He did one. I think the reason that him and um Jordan Peele are doing this project together was because they had a podcast together. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah. Um, but oh, uh, we got a trailer for uh, Donald Glover and Meyer Erskine, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Um, I'm not, I, I don't care. We like that movie came out. I response. believe it. It, it came out in 2005. Like, but it's, it was it's, different it's actors. Slow. You're talking about the one with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm good, man. I don't wow. think that's fascinating enough of a concept to merit a reboot. That's I just want to re- see Donald Glover, like, get some recognition, like, to keep that train going, you know? Like, yeah. I don't think yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta was, is, was, is a very good show, but that's over now. it didn't give him like the a list status that i think he deserves man dude i watched him on 
Derek comedy. And like, we went to go see him at UMBC doing his shows. Like I'm just going to root for whatever dude is in. When I see cameos of him in, um, across the spider verse. That's cool. I want, I want that. It's not him, right? Like it's just the concept of the movie is like, whatever, but it, it can succeed. Dude, they remake, um, what's its name every 10 years. Um, What's the one with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper? They do that like every Star is Born. A Star is Born. They do a Star is Born like yeah, every I generation. <laughs> I'm not watching a good, that either. A Star is Born was a great movie. Like nah, that was a, it was a solid. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that. All right, Samsung. Like, we're learning. Samsung is not about reboots. No, no, it's not that. It's like don't re don't reboot something that like that was twenty audience. years ago. Two thousand five is almost twenty years ago, my friend. It's not a good enough concept to reboot. Like if you, you know, Ocean's, what, Ocean's 11? Or 13, the Ocean's 11 film, 14. right? 14? Not, not 14. That, that Ocean's 8, no, ignore that. The But the Ocean's 11, uh, was it Triple I don't know, three movies. There, it was a remake of a earlier Ocean's film, right? Yeah. Like just the, the concept is just better. Right. Mm-hmm. Or if you you don't need to remake Mean Girls, especially not now. Like it's no, no this is not it. Okay, I agree. I agree. Right? You don't need to remake Mr. Mrs. Smith. You can remake uh James Bond as much as you want. Those like the the concept is is there. How is a single like MI six secret agent a better concept than two people who are leading double lives who have to pair up with each other? Like I This sounds ter- it's not as villains named no. Octopussy. <laughs> that's it's why. just not it man. that's why <laughs> it's uh, nothing against uh donald glover like go watch swarm right go watch atlanta go watch everything that he's doing he has he he's working on um i forgot the name of his production company or his creative company like whatever they put out i'm sh- sure i'm gonna watch but i'm not watching uh, i'm definitely movies. biased towards this but now i feel like i'm more stuck on this point that you are like denying this out of the fact that it's simply like a rehash story yeah, I don't need to see a worse version of something that I've seen before. I think you need right. to base it on the merit of the final product, not like what. It no, it's the worst version of what I just watched. Of, my my issue it's is the worst more... version of a DVD I'm looking at right now. Like, I'm not, I'm <laughs> my, not my issue is more the fact that like to to you know both of your points in a way. Like yes, it's a bland concept, but Donald Glover is brilliant. Like everything we've seen him do, whether it be Atlanta, um, Swarm, or even like his music videos have this sort of like creativity to him where it's like, it's kind of surreal, it's trippy. Like it's just, it's it's different. And for what I could see in that trailer, like it didn't feel no, different. It just felt safe. like- It felt safe. Yeah, it felt very safe. And it's like, if Donald uh-huh. Glover is gonna reboot something, I want Donald Glover to put his own spin on it. It's oh, like- Oh, it's, it's a TV series also. That's a surprise. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it still feels very safe, in my opinion. Spy comedy series on, uh, I think Amazon Prime. No, it's like if, if Jordan Peele rebooted something, you would want that Jordan Peele flavor. You wouldn't just want him to play it safe. You'd want whoever's in charge to give him full leeway of this project. It's going to but... be a comedy, like, yeah. for sure. I mean, the yeah. original Mr. and Mrs. Smith was supposed to be that, but it was fucking Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Not that was exact- an action comedy to me. It was, yeah, but it was, it was funny. Uh, but those actors, actresses are not exactly known for their comedic chops. You know what I mean? Like Kerry they were Washington's just beautiful people that they were like, oh. <laughs> they, I, I don't know. I, 
it is probably going to be a middle of the road thing. I just want it to succeed to keep Donald Glover in the conversation because I think the dude deserves like recognition beyond. I just wish if there is something that is more of his flavor, I would have liked to see it in this first trailer. Because I I will say this, he he did write the show. Yeah, no, but it's like you don't notice that in the trailer. It just feels very safe. Like you don't really see Donald Glover's humor. You don't see any of his cinematography, any of the things we know of him. Like they don't appear here. I did not even know that. I can't believe you are casting doubt on this. The fact that he wrote it too. Well, he's he's written some of the episodes. Him and his brother uh, are credited as writers. He was a writer. He, man. I'm seen more enough, excited like, for this now. Okay, one trailer aside, they're gonna make the trailer be as mass nah. appealing as possible to get everybody in on it. Dude wrote like some of the best episodes of Thirty Rock. Like he wrote for SNL. Like, how are you casting doubt on this? Like, this should be like furthering your confidence that this is going to be something worth watching. I don't, I don't think that. it's <laughs> <laughs> watch like, watch in living color of Matt TV. I don't watch no SNL. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be bad. I just think it could have been a, done a lot better at selling it to an audience because it's like even online, like there was no real buzz about it. Even though it should be hype because it's like it's a Donald Glover joint. Like he's never really missed in any of his creative properties, and I don't uh, think he's gonna miss here. You ever seen Guava Allen? I know I did not. That's what we're on. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh also, so shit! I forgot. All this about is that. this is coming from uh, his production company, right? Uh, uh, Gilga. It's coming from his production. company. I will see. So. We'll we'll see. Mark the date. I mean, Guava Island gave us summertime, so that was a dope song. But everything else, this. he's done great at. I didn't watch Swarm. Uh, Swarm was great. Swarm was good. Yeah, Swarm. Uh, I've heard nothing but good things about Swarm. I watched it at some point. Yeah, but uh, I would like to see more Donald Glover, not just generic spy thriller featuring Donald Glover. I'll, I'll say this: I will watch it because Michaela Cole's in it, and I love her. I wish that she was the main person. I remember my Erskine. I said her name wrong, probably, but she wasn't originally the leading woman. It was a black woman, but uh, something happened. Need more uh, diversity. No, no, no. Bring it in. <laughs> Multi-racial nah, in relationship. Uh, what happened? It was supposed to be. Uh, oh no, never mind. It wasn't a black woman. <laughs> it was supposed to be Phoebe Waller Bridge. Phoebe. Uh, yeah. But she exited the project. Uh, I don't know why. It doesn't say that's why. not a good. That's not a good. But uh, I thought it was supposed to be a black woman. Someone says a black woman, which is another woman. Mm. Uh, but yeah, but I like Michaela Cole. Uh, so I will watch it because she's in it. And Paul Dano's in it. Uh, Alexander oh, Scars. Yeah. So it's got, you know, Ron Perlman's in there. I'm just saying. You know, it's, it's got some people you want to see. man. Just like, <laughs> just like, let's, let's hold a little bit of excitement for it. That's all. I'm Wagner saying. Mora, you know. Pablo Escobar. John Torto. All right, I'm done reading. All right, what else we got? <laughs> yeah. what else we got? Let's bring it home. Let's bring it home. Uh, all right, let's get into Netflix stuff. Um, first things first. Uh, oh, sorry. Before that, uh, Demon Slayer season what four? Uh, the Hashira training arc is coming out in the spring. Uh, so look forward to that. Trailer came out. 
Uh, it looks beautiful, but I'm telling you right now, I don't care because the story's not yeah. good. Um, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> it started to fall uh, apart at the end of that last season. Yeah, I, I was trying to tell you, like, it, it's, know, it's cute. But <laughs> I know. Um, uh, Netflix. Uh, all right, now to Netflix. So Netflix is working on a live action uh, My Hero Academia adaptation. Um, My Hero Academia hasn't even ended. It's like uh, manga run, right? Yeah. Uh, so this is a little too soon to me, but they're just trying to capitalize off the the uh, success of One Piece. Um, so we're probably going to see a lot more live action things. I heard they're try- even talking about doing a live action Naruto, which will, you know, probably uh, do crazy numbers and it's probably be terrible. Gonna be a bunch of like middle school and high school kids <laughs> filming kids at recess, running with like their hands behind their backs. <laughs> live action Naruto. <laughs> um, uh, we got a trailer for the brother's son starring, uh, starring Michelle Yeoh and Justin Chien and Sam Song Lee, um, which is going to come out on Netflix January 4th. Uh, love Michelle Yeoh. Um, hmm. This looks pretty good to me. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Um, what else? Uh, more things coming out. Uh, oh, also, <laughs> what I said for last. Um, the uh, we got the trailer for Yu Hakusho, the live action. Uh, that comes out this week. Actually, it comes out on Thursday. Um, I'm a little iffy about it because it looks like they get all the way through the dark tournament. Right. I don't know lot. how many. Yeah, that's a lot, right? I don't know how many episodes it is, but to get from like, you know, Yusuke dying through. Like his training arc, the four kings, right? That's a lot of content. Dark Tournament itself is like long. And it's and a shit, live so. action, so you can expect 10 yeah. episodes at most. Yeah, I, like that's a little rush. Uh, but I will watch it just to, to see, uh, you know, let's see if it's a good live action. Uh, it looks like they put a lot of money into it too. Like the, the CG is better than Godzilla minus one. So. It- Hey, um, whoa, well, we can't throw that, that shit out of terrible. nowhere. No, 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 that was terrible CG. Listen, that was the, I it, mean, was... it had less than $14 million oh as a budget. That's what I'm it looks like they spent no more than respect. that. No respect, no respect. It had better CG than a lot of superhero films these days, but two million, $20 million budgets. Uh, it, it looks like they spent $200 million on uh, Yu Hakusho, the live action. So <laughs> Did they... <laughs> It looks pretty good. Did they do a bleach live action, or am I? Was that a fever dream no, no, that I had? No, no, there, there is a bleach live action. There's also a full model Aquamist live action. It's like three. Really? Yeah, they're not good. You can watch them, but they're. Not good. <laughs> but the watch bleach, the bleach live action is on Netflix too, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's full model Aquamist. They're all on Netflix. There's a Mob Psycho one as well, which is not bad. There's a Mob Psycho live action. I have no idea. Yeah, it's Mob Psycho live action. Who is making this? Japan. Yeah, someone in Japan. <laughs> one per- it's one person in Japan. <laughs> it's, a, it's just a puppet show. They call it live action, but it's just a puppet show. So the, 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 full metal li- the Full Metal Alchemist live action, they do like, you know how like in anime, it would be like the antagonist just just posed up in a mm-hmm. in a space? That's what they do in the, the live action. So they like pose the, uh, the, the sins. Or the seven deadly sins, oh. they just posed up. Oh, like, what is that? why are they just standing there in the middle of a warehouse, <laughs> sitting on like a, a box, all all next to each other? Like, 
But yeah, you you could watch it. It's okay. on there. Um, no, I don't think I will. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Um, so, but, but for some reason, this Yu Yu Hawker show is going to be different than all of that. I know. We'll see. It it looks it, CG wise, it looks good. I will say Corbar should be ugly, and he's not. That bothers me. Um, but uh, <laughs> it looks like they literally are getting all the way through the Dark Tournament, like mm-hmm. the full fight, unless and maybe I can't tell from the trailer. They could like introduce to girls team, but the fights don't finish, and like they have to go to the dark tournament to fight later. But it, they more than likely they are going through the whole thing. Um, well, hopefully it's good. Yeah, I hope it's good. So Thursday, check it out Thursday. So Kuzu- um, Kuzuma Kuwabara. Kuwabara, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is he uh, is he played by Andrew Santino? <laughs> no. Okay, I don't, I'm not interested then. He's a Japanese. Everyone's Japanese in this. Um, I, this would be so funny if this was played by the dude uh, that was in Dave. For those of you who do not know who Andrew Santino is, the dude that was in Dave as Dave's. Uh, what does he end up being? His manager. Yeah, he's his manager. He's a tall, redheaded dude. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Uh. Rebel Moon um, comes out. So they're releasing Rebel Moon early. So it comes out December 21st at 10 p.m. on Netflix. Uh, story by Zack Snyder, screenplay by Zack Snyder and some other people. It's directed Oof. by Dak- Zack Snyder. Uh, the cast looks great. Uh, visually, it looks beautiful, right? Uh, and I know Netflix spent a lot of money on this. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. And sorry, it's, it's part one also, right? Part one, Rebel Moon part one comes out December 21st. Yeah, that's going to be rough. Yeah. I, mean, I, I want it to be good. Like, I don't want to root for anything to be bad, but Zack Snyder, to me, has always been more of a visionary than a storyteller. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. his, his CGI, the, the images are incredible. It's just the story always yeah. seems to be a little wonky. Yep. Yeah, like, th- 300 was great because it's not his story. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. A lot of parallels here between right. people making good movies that they did not come up with. Yeah. And also the the second 300 was terrible even though it did well commercially. Right? It's, I never saw it. It's terrible, but that's again that's Zack Snyder's screenplay. Yeah. Right? So uh, I'm good. Yeah, I will watch Rebel Moon just cuz, you know, I do my due, due diligence. The people want to know. People right, so I'll watch it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I think that's... Oh, last last story, right? Let me make sure I didn't forget anything. So much news. Oh, it's some random Discord thing. Everyone's deleting the Discord after the mobile update. Or well, they're canceling Nitro, so everyone hates this this update. Uh, which is funny to me. Um, but uh, <laughs> last, last story... Oh, sorry. Also, uh, Caitlin Dever will play Abby. And Last of Us season two. Uh, yeah. uh they better protect that girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah. She's gonna be getting death threats uh any yeah. day now if she hasn't already. Yeah. People gotta separate the <laughs> fiction from like this it's person acting. Insane. It's interesting that they went with her as a choice because like in my opinion, she looks nothing like Abby from the game. Like Abby is swole. Built. So I wonder. I mean, the gym. 
Abby's bigger than me in the game. Get back in the gym. Yeah, they should have. They should have hired Chris Evans as uh, Abby. They should have had Chris Evans and put a wig. <laughs> I was confident that Abby's thing was going to be that she was trans, and then it was like, nope, she's just yoked as fuck. Like, yep, yeah. It, it. I do agree. The casting is a weird choice. Um, but didn't they say that this season was going to be the second game split into two parts? So you're going to have younger yeah. Abby. I would imagine the way that they're going to do this. If you ever played the game, the um, stories run in parallel with Abby and then Ellie having their story side by side. And there's a bunch of flashbacks and shit that happen between both of them. But like you'll do an Ellie chapter, an Abby chapter, Ellie chapter, Abby chapter. I think the way that they'll probably do the second season is like we're just going to see all of Ellie's stuff straight up. Mm -hmm. And we'll get some flashbacks of Abby's yeah. stuff, which is why young frail Abby would make sense. And then that during that time, this actress will just be lifting weights and eating egg yolks for the next like 13 months straight. And then yeah. her season will happen. Um, yeah. Cause yeah, like the whole point of that character is she's supposed to be like, you know, enormous. So exactly. Yeah. I think she can do it. They're going to have her on the Chris Hemsworth diet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Yeah, 300s we'll see. showing throwing tires around. Isn't that what they're talking about? All right. Last thing. This is what I would say for last because it's very hilarious to me. Uh, so if you haven't seen the Squid Game, uh, Squid Game, the challenge, <laughs> please watch it. It's just a bunch of people crying like they're about to really die. Um, doing the most just a bunch of unnecessary stories lying out out their ass just to <laughs> to try to survive to get to the 4.6 4.56 million dollars uh i don't want to spoil it for you by saying the name of the winner but mm -hmm. i because if, if you haven't had time to watch it so I'll, I'll keep that but apparently the person that won said that they have not received the 4.56 million dollar prize from netflix after like and a I year yeah, it's been like it, it finished a year ago, and they still yeah, have like been February. Finished in February. If that's not a commentary <laughs> on capitalism, I don't know what is. <laughs> they had them do all this stuff, and then <laughs> had them with chap lips rubbing condoms on their. I lips was about to say, did you even mention that fact that like apparently <laughs> the talked about that last filming week. conditions were so bad that like these people had to rub, yeah. used uh, not used condoms, but. <laughs> Also, why would why they have condoms in there in the, condoms in there in the first place? Would they people be fucking people in a in a fucking. you seen Squid Games just in a big gymnasium with bunk beds? I, I somebody on top of you, like getting their cheeks beat? <laughs> <laughs> Not even on top of you. It'd be like like you would just see that. Like imagine sitting in the middle of a gym and just like it would be it would be impossible to be discreet. No, 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 I think legally they have to do it. No, I remember. Yeah, legally they have to do it because it's like if people do want to be fucking, then they have to be able to do it safely. Because if there's like a outbreak of gonorrhea, then there's like lawsuits and right, yeah. you know everybody's itching on the show. Gonorrhea yeah. and chap lips. Oh, that's the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's. That's it. That's our last story. It's just it's so hilarious uh, to me. What a note to Please go watch on. the show. You'll see who won, and then you'll see uh, what they did to win, and uh, I guess feel bad for them that they didn't get paid yet. 
I think that's the way that we should end all of our uh, segments is uh, Samsung's pick of the week. It doesn't necessarily have to be about gonorrhea and chap lips, but <laughs> if we can maintain the theme, if we could keep it on brand. Yeah. It's gonorrhea and chap all right. lips. Um, well, that is going to do it for us. We're going to save our main segment for next week. There are yeah. a couple things of brewing, um, but it has been a busy week as you uh, as you have heard so thank you guys for sticking with us and catching up if you're not oh. hip uh invincible will be back soon after the holidays i think they're coming back for the second half of their season so definitely stay tuned for that jujutsu kaisen keeps coming with the bangers so if you have any inclination foo I'm looking at you <laughs> to watch a watch really, it. really good anime. Yeah. Um, and there's only if, like three more episodes left. Even if you don't like anime, man, this is a really good show. And you're only two seasons in. So like you don't have a thousand episodes mm-hmm. to go watch. Looking at you, Foo, One Piece. Like it's very easy to pick up and get in on something phenomenal. Um, there mm-hmm. is also a uh, fantastic show. I don't know if Samsung's heard about this one, but it's called Blue Eye Samurai. And it is very, 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 very good. So get hip on Blue Eye Samurai. I, I definitely want to talk about that the next time that we uh, that we link up. So, and which oh, and Blue Eye Samurai was renewed for season two. Uh, if I didn't, if we didn't mention that last week, or we didn't say it today, it's so good. It's, it's wild. My expectations were good. high. It blew them out of the fantastic water. it's it is if if it needs like a tagline it is samurai jack for us in the age that we are now like they were like oh yo you guys like samurai jack take that with an m rating and mm. there you go it's it's so good it's so good yeah fantastic anything else nah left right I center uh, right. If you watch One Piece, One Piece is is moving into their egghead arc, uh, pretty soon. Uh, so there's some quality story going on. So that's it. Go watch Egghead. Be uh, yeah, sure to watch Tubi. No particular reason. Yeah. Just yeah, watch. Uh, go find some shit. This episode find has been Tubi. sponsored watch. in part by Tubi. Uh, <laughs> Hoping. I love it. Lucid. Uh, we are tuning out. This is your official sign off from the crew. <laughs> Thank y'all very much. It has been real. We'll hang out with you next time. Appreciate you. Peace. Peace.